Good afternoon and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. I'm Lee Cuban. And I'm Sandra Priestley. Welcome to our podcast. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I am not sure where we are going today, but this is going to be one of the coolest conversations we've ever had. I believe it. I'm going to set that intention out because just even the few minutes that we've been kind of talking about what we want to say feels fucking powerful. Yes. So I am drinking uh, lime bubbly in, I don't know, like in my Starbucks clear mug. Oh, doesn't that look cute? Very cute. I like that little mug. I know it does have a Starbucks emblem on it, like a little logo, but, um, yeah, it's not the typical thing that you would put like a a sparkling water in, but But you um, know what? We play by our own rules. We do. Fuck the rules. Fuck the rules. I like it. What are you drinking today? So I've got some serendipity from great grape Creek winery. Oh, I love the name. I know it's a red and it is delicious, but Paul opened it this weekend and then left it on the bar. And you know me. (laughs) Well, can't let good wine go to waste. No, and that's like a $30 bottle of wine. Like, yeah. And I hope it's still good. Yeah. Looks pretty. Yes, it is. It is still good. Yeah. I would drink it anyway, but yes, it's good. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's a beautiful fall day out today. The sun is out. It's warm. It's not hot. I cannot get over it. But I was like, I just need to go sit outside and soak up this beautiful sunshine. If it was 20 degrees Celsius here, I would be doing the same. Yeah. It is not. It is almost freezing, but it's not freezing. It's like, it's still above freezing and for Canada and November, this is magical. This is magical. So I might as well, I might as well be out in my flip-flops and shorts because it's going to warm there. (laughs) It's going to look a lot different in December. (laughs) Uh. Anyway. Okay. I want to hear Well, we kind of had the same things. Like I wanted to talk about consistency and the compound effect and all of the things that have happened for me, but we kind of have sort of the same theme going on between the two of us. So do you want to start with your NLP stuff, your coaching stuff? Do you want to tell us? Um, We could start with NLP. Okay. Because that is my new, oh my gosh. So I've started classes. Yes. And it's making my brain just like do flip-flops. Sandra, I've been dreaming at night and I'll get into my dreams in a minute, but I was in class and was answering some questions and doing some reading. And one of the things that I read was the ability to change behavior until we get the desired outcome is the source of our power. It's not magic. Now, In my discussion question, I did say, I consider that my magic, but I know it to hold firm 
with well, to your- see what's working and go, okay, this doesn't work. What do I need to tweak? Just like you would if you were working on an engine in a car and you're trying to fix it and you're trying to get a part off or trying to put a part on and you can't quite get it to fit, but you know, that's the part and yeah. you play with it and manipulate it until you figure out how to either get it on or get it off. Mm-hmm. And that ability to go, how do I do this? How, there's a better way. There's a better way. You still look so confused. Yeah. You know what? It is like a mind fuck, like no other for me. Okay. Can you say it again? Cause like, seriously, you, this, that's the third time I've heard it. Uh-huh. And my brain still goes, wait, what the wait, fuck? What did you? Okay. I'll tell you, I'm going to read it. And then I'm going to tell you about my dream. And then I'm going to mm-hmm. see if it helps at all. Okay. But the ability to change behavior. Mm-hmm. Until we get the desired outcome is the source of our power. Mm. So hey, I don't know that I I don't know that I agree. That's so fascinating because I hear it in two different ways, Lee. Okay. <laughs> well, here's how I hear it. And then I want to hear the other way you hear it. Okay. Is when we want something and we're working towards something. Mm-hmm. And we can change our behavior because our behavior is not quite working to get us there. So let's say I'm getting up in the morning and I'm bitching and moaning about everything that's coming my way. And then I have a shitty ass day and Mm -hmm. all these things happen. Then I go, Hmm, maybe I need to change my attitude. And so as I begin to change the bitching and moaning, not in one day, especially if it's a habit or if it's a part of my personality, maybe I'm just going to start doing one thing in the morning that's going to elevate me a little bit and create some behavior change. And then that leads to my brain going, well, if you like this, you're going to like this even more. And Mm -hmm. so then I add something else to that morning routine, which then makes my day unfold better. And I start seeing that pattern in changing my behavior into things shifting in my experience. And that is where our power is at. And I want to hear what you have to say about that, but I've got to tell you about this dream. Okay. So one night, and I think I didn't have a dream last night. I was so bummed when I woke up this morning. I think I just slept like a log and I never do that. But two nights ago when I woke up, I was so giddy because I was having this dream reoccurring over and over again, where I was trying to get out of a current situation. I don't remember the situation. So I don't know if my life was in danger. I don't know if it was a pattern of behavior, but I was trying to figure this situation out. And I'm in my dream talking to myself. Love that. So this is what you're trying to learn from this situation. And so look at it. And I was walking myself through it. And I woke up going, what was I walking myself through? But I was figuring it out. And it was like mind blowing. And I was at the end of before I woke up, I was like, oh my God, I think I've got this. This is just this simple. And I was saying it back to myself. And then I woke up and it was gone. And I was just kind of in gratitude about it all day. Like, how cool was that? I was coaching myself in my sleep. Right. And the next night happens again. 
And I woke up and I almost felt like, holy hell, I don't remember what I was saying. It's almost like I need someone to put me in to hypnosis and Mm -hmm. pull it out because it's in there. But Mm -hmm. so yesterday I was just like, what is happening? Am I losing my mind? (laughs) But when I read this today, that's what my dream was telling me. Like our ability to change our behaviors to create a desired outcome. That's where the power is at. It's our magic. So can you tell me why it's not our magic? Huh? And you're saying it is our magic. They said that's not magic, but I'm saying, (laughs) hell yeah, it's our magic. Hell yeah, it's our magic. It's not magic like, you know, witchcraft magic. It's authentic magic. Power. Power. Yeah. I hear it in two different ways, which is super interesting. Because when you were saying, you you were saying, you know, like when we have, well, this is the way I heard it. When we're trying to achieve a goal, mm-hmm. let's say, you know, any goal, when we're trying to achieve a goal, our power is to be able to recognize what we need to change or how we need to shift and shift it. Mm-hmm. And so I heard that when you said it, but the way that I heard it the first time was... When we have a goal, we need to look at, we're going to have to shift something. We're going to have to change something because if we were, we would have had it already if we didn't have something to change, right? If we didn't have something to shift, we would have had it already. So we have to decide what it is that we want and then determine what we need to shift and then stay the course on it. So that's the way I heard it the first time. Yeah, you time. just put stay the course. It didn't say anything about stay in any course. No, but that's the way I heard it. And I could be rightly, I could be right. But it, it's like our ability to change our default. Because when I look at like, so I'm going to give you an example. Sometimes I shift the bed on social media. I know that I want to be consistent. I know that I want to show up every fucking day and I want to write something powerful, write something impactful. And a lot of times I just don't. So this month I've started this social media challenge. And so I'm just in with a bunch of women and we've just taken on this challenge to really show up in our social media. And so what I decided to do, you choose your platform, which I chose my feng shui business page um, or my business page. Facebook. And so you choose your platform, you choose what you're going to post. So I decided I didn't want to do a video every day or a reel every day, but I decided that I was going to do four posts a day. Four. Okay. That's a lot. And I knew that it was going to challenge me. And so, but here's what I realized is like, (laughs) I know that that's the change that I need to make. Mm -hmm. But I choose to take, to make that change every day. It's the consistency. I'm choosing to change Yeah. because I could easily say, I'm going to do four pages a day, or I'm going to do four posts a day and I'm going to do them for today. And then the next day it's like, oh, you know, I'm a little sick and I'm not, I don't think I really, I don't really have any pictures to go with it. I, I like, I'm really busy. You know, I got a lot of things to think about. I can choose 
to not do that change. So for me, it's like recognizing what I need to shift in order to get my goal, mm-hmm. choosing to change, like choosing to make that difference, to be consistent in that change every single day. And yeah. my ability to stay that course mm-hmm. with the changes is my power, is the it magic. Is. Yeah. That's because what is going to open up in you, just that consistency? Oh, my God. I'm so much more brilliant. Uh-huh. Like yeah. seriously. And, and what's really, really interesting to me is that I've been online for like, as a public figure, or like, you know, publicly online since 2013. And I did before and after bikini pictures. I did like, I did a lot of things that were scary when I was a beach body coach and, mm-hmm. and like I was, I'm fairly, um, I don't share everything online, but I do share quite a bit online. Right. And so I thought that I was not that scared. And I thought, you know, I've got a lot to say. What has resulted from me showing up and doing four posts a day Mm -hmm. is this unreal um, awareness that I was overthinking the magic out of everything that I posted. I was over, I was way under posting because when you post four times a day, you just post whatever comes to your mind. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a fucking Nobel prize, peace prize winner. It's like, literally I get this idea. I post it. I move on. And guess what? If I don't fucking like it, I'm going to bury it with the next one. Yeah. We overthink it. When yeah. especially in shoulder, social media, we overthink if we're just not posting enough. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, and that perfectionist thing gets gets us. It kills us, and I it pulls us back because we think, oh, it's got to be perfect, as if anything is. Right. Exactly. It's very much, and and this is my thing, right? It's my my per- perfection or this desire for perfect. Mm-hmm. desire to have like everything be profound and perfect and tied up with a nice little bow and a perfect like ugh, it just kills the magic for me uh-huh. so this idea of like me recognizing this is the change and I'm gonna stay the course with it and like yeah. I don't care there's been some days where I posted once in the morning and then it's nine o'clock at night and I'm like Fuck. Nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. It's like nine o'clock, 904, 907. <laughs> okay. There you After go. That. And did that, was that great for my algorithm? Absolutely not. Was it great for how much engagement I had? Ew, it was not. It was stupid. But what it did was like, I came through for myself and that was the goal. Yes goal wasn't engagement. The goal wasn't to sell stuff. Nope. I mean, the goal was just to prove that I could do it, to prove that I could stay the course for myself. Yes. I could fill up for myself in that consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. I notice in the mornings, you know, I, I have my routine. I do them without fail. Haven't missed a day. I don't even know how many days it's been, but it's been months and months. Yes. And- things continue to get more magical and more magical, but I don't ask myself every day, 
anymore, or I do now. It's part of my routine now. But what's going to show up today? Mm -hmm. Who's going to walk in my door today? Who am I going to connect with today? And I feel that when I'm thinking it on a level, I feel it, feel it. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, when I do that, the shit that, and by shit, I mean, amazing, beautiful stuff. It's when I see the sunrise just perfectly. It's when I see those bumper stickers or the Jeep that yeah. says love life, live on purpose, I think is one. I'm mm -hmm. glad you're here. I hope you have an amazing day. Love that live on purpose. Yeah. And I bump into these things or I get called in by a doctor to talk to one of their patients and I connect with the patient on such a level that I'm like, you were divinely sent. I don't say that, Sandra. I do. That, <laughs> well, and it's only because I'm in an office totally. setting. You're channeling your inner Sandra. <laughs> but I am in my mind. I'm like, this That's is fine. This uh -huh. is no accident. I asked for them this morning and look at them in my door, ready to change their life. But our whole, like our minds are programmed to prove our thoughts correct. Correct. If we wake up in the morning and we go, fuck, what cool thing is going to happen today? Yay. We're going to find cool things. Well, it's we're because gonna... our brain is then searching. Okay. Lee wants cool things. Let's Where are they? Let's prove her right, right? Yes. Wow, look at that amazing sunset. Wow, like, oh my gosh, like, do I ever love this color on me? Or whatever it happens to be, right? Like that, because that's what we're doing. That's what our mind is trying to do. Yes. Prove us right. And so if we start out the day with, fuck, it's a Monday. Mm -hmm. My gosh, we're going to prove that it's a shitty Monday. Uh, absolutely yeah and we're going to look for things and we'll in the same day the same people one with a good mindset or one with a mindset of like oh, what kind of magical shit is going to happen and the other thing oh, the other person is like what kind of terrible shit is going to happen the same people can walk right next to each other and yes. one person is going to see the shitty stuff and one oh, yeah. person only going to see the amazing oh stuff. yeah but that's how our brain works and that's what people don't get mm -hmm. is that our brain is trying to help us mm -hmm. it, it's sort of like pandora you put in i like this song and it's next next song do you like this you hit like or you hit don't like if you don't like it it skips to the next one but our brain does that and it, mm -hmm. all the information that's coming in if it's not something that is on your list, it's going, or if you have a belief about it, that yeah. you don't believe in it, like you can't see the good coming your way. As mm -hmm. the good comes in, the brain goes irrelevant, 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 and you don't notice any of it. Exactly. exactly. I'm looking for my lover, but there's no good men out there. There's just, there's nothing here. Okay. Yeah. Your brain can't see them. They can be next to you. They yeah. can be waving at you. You're not going to see them because you don't believe they're there. That's true. Yeah. So. But even, you know, like I, I often give this example, but 
you know how um like I decide that I want a pearl Lexus. I choose, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, wouldn't a pearl colored Lexus be amazing? All of a sudden, They're I'm seeing pearl colored Lexuses where I never noticed one before. Mm-mm. But as soon as we make it new into the universe, it's just like, oh, wait a minute. That's what she wants. Okay. Let's allow her to pay attention to all of them that were already there. Like, and I will tell clients too, in one of my coaching programs, I always say, if you are looking down at the ground, you're not going to see the stars in the sky. Like, so paying attention to what you want to look for, you're going to have to like lift your head up a bit. (laughs) Right. Like, right. you can't complain that you don't see any fucking stars if you're looking at your feet <laughs> yeah but i gotta make sure it's safe down here so i'm gonna miss all the stuff up here exactly but yeah. so so interesting how because i i don't feel as though i really thought i i know i did not think in these terms when i was younger and I think we didn't know to. Yeah, we've had these conversations before, but like, I know my kids think in these terms. Correct. Do they always follow it? No. And I don't always either because we're not perfect. But at the same time, it's like, wow, the things that they know. Because we had to go to the library to learn this shit, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because they already know it as they bump up against life. Mm-hmm. They're going to make connections about that experience a little differently and go, oh, yeah. And they're going to learn quicker because it's not like they're going to just get through without yeah. having to learn some lessons. We can't learn it for them. Exactly. They've got to, they've got to figure it out and find their way, but yeah. at least they've got some guidance like from childhood to where they've seen this. So it's yeah. not so foreign, like because to me, this all is completely foreign. Yeah, this this is not how I was raised at all, and no fault to anybody. That wasn't their path. I, you know, I listen to. I mean, we both, I think, listen to Oprah. Yeah. So we like we were exposed a little bit, right? Like I was yes, because she's. I was exposed to Don Miguel Roas through Oprah. Okay. That's where I learned about him too. 30 years ago. <laughs> yes. Right? So it yeah. wasn't like, and I was like. Oprah was the gateway. Oprah was the gateway. Because she was socially acceptable. True. You know, people loved her and adored her. And so she was able to bring in these people to open us up a little bit further and get us digging a little bit deeper yeah so maybe all this i owe oprah i'm telling you i often i i always say i was raised by my mom my grandma and oprah fucking winfrey i'm telling you and like i i learned so much from her but it was like just a little taste, right? Like it was like an yeah. hour of Eckhart Tolle and then bam, he was gone. Yeah. I 
watched an interview um, with Abraham Hicks and Oprah. Mm-hmm. It was interesting because she was saying, you know, that um, because Oprah just seemed to me, she was like this logical truth teller. Yeah. Who brought on her show the woo. Yes. The stuff that was like spiritual, the stuff that was out there. And somehow we don't talk about that stuff in public, Sandra. Right. But somehow she was able to do it in a way that it was like it wasn't crazy. Yeah. Like I was first introduced to feng shui by Oprah. Oprah had a feng shui practitioner. She hired. Why wasn't it me? Right. Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) Joe Vitale. It could have been Oprah. Yeah. Um, But I, I first learned about it through Oprah. And I was like, oh, wow. And she had this feng shui practitioner that went through her house. And, and I just thought, wow, this is fantastic. And a lot of times, like Oprah would introduce me to things and then I would start to seek them out. Like, I don't know enough about this. So I'm going to go to the library, uh-huh. hard catalog, and I'm going to search out books when I should be studying for my university courses. I should be studying for grade 10, but no, take me to the library because I want to read more on what Oprah introduced mm-hmm. me to. Mm-hmm. And so it was... It was like she she brought this like scientificness, I think. Yes. And legitimacy. Yeah. She made it normal. Like, oh, Oprah does feng shui. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. And she even said something like she was she was a little apprehensive to bring on Abraham Hicks onto her show at first because it was hard for a lot of people to grasp. Oh yeah. Yeah, it does. In the beginning, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. And if I hadn't heard her teachings before I knew the story, I don't know how I would have seen it. Right. But I was introduced to Abraham in the secret. And so it was just Esther talking. It didn't explain any of why Esther was talking. It just... Mm -hmm the words that came out of her mouth were so like, oh my gosh, this is more truth than I've ever felt in my life. Exactly. And now when I'm listening to Abraham, it's like, it's like divine knowledge. Yes. I don't question it. It's like, it resonates with your soul. Yes. You can feel the the truthfulness in it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So I've had my first hypnotherapy patient quit on me. Okay. I started with 12 and following them for 12 weeks to, to see results, what they've accomplished, where mm-hmm. they're at at the end, like all the things that have happened. This woman was starting her third week and she emailed me and said, I can't do this. This is too hard can I just put it on hold and come back later? It's just too much to face right now. I remember thinking, like, I don't want just anyone to sign up. I had someone that was saying to me, should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? And I said, 
not unless it lights your soul on fire and you feel like this is what you need to do. Yeah. Because it is a lot of work, but change, no matter what avenue we take, is work. I feel like I'm breaking every sales model I've ever been taught because I'm like, I don't want your money. Yeah. If you're not in it. Like I want people that want to come in and play because it's not easy. It It's not to look at kind of where you are sometimes. Yeah. It, it sucks a little bit. Like how the fuck did I get here? But it, yeah. it's the desire to see where you can go. And Magic. to, to let go of the sword that we're holding so tightly onto because a lot of us don't want to shift that identity. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are like, we're holding on to whatever it happens to be that's hurting us, yeah. but we don't really know the difference and letting that go. And is... most of the time it's just a story. It's not currently happening to us. Oh, totally. Something that happened years ago, but we are holding on to it and telling it like it's happening to us and, and our brain thinks it is. So our body's just going through that trauma over and over again. When that shit happened 30 years ago. It's like an abusive relationship with ourselves. Correct. It's exactly what it is. Because we know we don't like it, but we know what it is. Hmm. But we, we recognize this shit. We yeah. don't love it, but we recognize it and we can work within it. And we understand this. Yeah. And letting that go feels a little like letting go of the dock and wondering if we can swim. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we don't even like the fucking dock. Like, that's the thing, right? It's like we hold on to stuff that is hurting us, like that, like holding on to a sword and it's cutting into us. Yeah. And but what if, what if I'm, you know, I need this? What if I shouldn't get rid of this? What if this is really helping me? Then keep it for now, but don't waste your money. Right. You let me know when you are ready to drop it. Yeah. You know what? The one thing that I really, really noticed too, is that there is a lot of energy spent in feeling guilty that we're not doing it. Mm -hmm. Thinking about us that we're not doing it yeah. and avoiding and procrastinating, just doing the dang thing. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, okay, so you did, um, you did a hypnosis recording for me. It was 11 minutes. Mm -hmm. And usually I just like listened to it at night and then I fell asleep, but I can, or I cannot do that. That's it. Yeah. Not going to take me a lot of mental energy to just turn leave on right and listen. yeah it's like yeah. do what you want yeah and the emotion that I can turn myself into though that's the that's the energy of it like mm. I with my journaling group it's not that hard to pick up your journal pick up your pen and write three things you're grateful for yeah. or write Dear universe, this is how I'm feeling now. Mm -hmm. I mean, guess what? You're telling yourself these stories over and over and over in your head. Just write them down so you can release them. Let's go. Yeah. But it's the choice of shall I do it or not? And we hold on to this energy of like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. I still have to journal. I don't want to journal. So hard. 
it's so much work. It's so much, but then you're stuck with. What do you want? Stuff that you got. Yeah. Where do you want to be? If you don't want to be here, where do you want to be? If you keep doing the same old shit, you're going to yeah. stay stuck, which is fine if that's what you want. What you want. Mm -hmm. But if that's what you want is to stay and not take risks, then you can't bitch about where you are. Right. Even though they do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, they can. But, but we don't but, listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, we are out of time. In fact, we are over. <laughs> but thank you, Sandra. This was awesome. And you were right. No, and no, it's going to be amazing. Right. <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. We will see you next Thursday on the Happy Half Hour. Bye. <laughs>